0: The Shark MMA Show. This is Jim, the podcast sherpa from Too Many Podcasts, and you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Mm, Let's get ready to podcast! Hi, everyone. I am your host, Mark the Shark Retorto, and welcome to the Mark the Shark MMA Show where every week we talk about the wonderful sport of MMA. To we will review the most recent and upcoming events in MMA news. In each episode, the format may be changed, but you will always be entertained. There will be special interviews with special guests, along with special insights on the sport from our guest hosts. Also, check out our Facebook page for news and updates on future episodes. Also, we appreciate donations from our listeners to keep our podcast up and running. You can make a donation by clicking on the click the support button found at anchor.fm slash mark the shark MMA show. And that's Marks spelled with a C and not a K. We are also looking for guests who want to be on the show and sponsors who want to advertise their product and brand on the show. For more information, contact me on the mark the shark MMA show Facebook page. Also, for a plug in, if you're looking for a good action, thriller, suspense novel, check out. A book called The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobooks format on Amazon.com. The paperback version only on BarnesAndNoble.com. And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. For a good book for your kid to read, check out I Am a Survivor or Invisible Girl, written by a little 11-year-old girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has her books in Kindle and audiobook format and paperback format on amazon.com and paperback format on both amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. And And the hardcover version is only available at www.retortofamilybooks.com. Okay, everyone, keep on listening. We'll be back shortly after this break. Hi everyone, this is Mark the Shark Ritoro. Just want to make sure that everyone's following me, not only here on this podcast, but on my new live show that's hosted on Twitch. You can watch it at twitch.tv slash show, and that's Mark with a C and not a K, and I air a new episode every Saturday, so check it out.
1: If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button on a YouTube channel, and hit the alert button so you get updates. And also, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast episode is brought to you by Defense. So, Defense will built. Save fifteen percent with the code Mark, Shark, by all jiu and MMA athletes to red skin infections. Podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. Get a free audio book when you sign up for a 30-day trial. This episode is also brought to you by HostGator. Save 60% on your web hosting by using the promo code Mark the Shark MMA show. Again, save 60% on your web hosting Episode is also brought to you by the Tordo Family Books. If you're interested in great books, you can read books by the, book the <laughs> Tordo, and action, thriller, suspense books, and yeah. the uh-huh. begins, or fantasy books like Marx the Empire, both written by your host, Mark the Shark of Tordo. Again, go to www.tordofamilybooks.com. Also, do not forget to go to Mark the Shark and then. the podcast website, the shop, for our merchandise. We got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, hats, and even mugs, anything you want to mark the sharp make sure the podcast name on it. And also, please do not forget to look at our website where you can a to support the podcast. All you have to do is click on the donation button. All right, guys,
0: it's Mark the Shark Tutorial, and today I got a very special guest, Edmund Gregor. Uh, I'm going to bring him on right now. Edmund, how you doing today? Edmund, can you hear me?
1: Wow. Can you hear me? Audio sucks right
2: now. How you doing? Edmund,
1: great good good man how you doing today
2: I'm good man I'm good I'm good can you hear me
0: yeah I hear you fine man we're live now we're live man we're streaming live (laughs) yeah man so I think I had you on a show last year if I'm not mistaken right but I was like on a regular podcast the first time you're on a live show so uh, This is getting broadcast on Twitch, and
1: it'll go on YouTube, and it'll go on the podcast and everything. So, give us a little update, man. What have you been up to, man? How are you handling everything with this uh, coronavirus Say that again, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, give us an
2: update, man. I'm What's sure going that. on? With you? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, Well, update about me. I'm uh I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. Still, I am uh, training, getting ready for my next competition. I'm actually got offered to fight on this very big card up north in Salt Lake City, Utah, on August twenty-first uh of this year. It's uh, for a fierce fighting championship. I was okay. up in Utah on a get. I was up in Utah on a getaway, and on that getaway, um. I was training at I was training at a gym of a of a friend who's a super heavyweight champion of Tough Enough down here in Las Vegas. So uh, okay. I was supposed to I was supposed to fight on Tough Enough uh, May 9th, but the uh, you know with the coronavirus and everything happening, the show got canceled. And so the matchmaker, who's a Tough Enough super heavyweight champion, uh, told me, "Hey, how would you like to fight on my card?" I said let me think about it. And um, so, you know, I was up there training and everything and um, Utah is a different state with uh, amateur rules for MMA. May. Uh, example, like I can head kick down here. Um, if I want to up there, I cannot touch the face, you know, as far as, you know, head kicks and spinning back kicks to the face and stuff like that. Uh, so he offered it to me again and this time, you know, I said, "Why not?" I I accepted it. It was um, it's like August 21st, Fitcom uh, weekend. The reason why I accepted this was because um, I've been trying to fight this guy for a couple years now. Uh, we fought in 2018 for uh, tough enough. It was actually on the 19th of uh, May uh, when I go back in my um, Facebook stories and everything about that night. Uh, so okay. my thing was. I was trying to fight him last year in, uh, for a, for a promotion out in California, and um, when when that didn't materialize, I said, "Dang it, I really want this guy." And then on on Tough Enough, uh, it was a changing of the guard, so to speak. Uh, got a new matchmaker who said, "Okay, man, if you want him, you got him." And then with the way the whole coronavirus thing is happening, it didn't happen. So i you know, I stepped up a, a different weight class. I'm going up a weight class to fight this guy uh, at super heavyweight. Uh, right now, I'm I'm walking around at 295, and I'm able to run two and a half miles in about 20 minutes. And I my cardio, my cardio is is still a one. My my strength is up there. I've been getting in some very good work with a. Um, with a New Jersey native, uh, uh, Phil Dunlap. He's from back east. Uh, he had the asylum oh, back east. Yeah, I, I heard of Phil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I've been heard, working heard him face with,
0: to face, but I know him.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, I'm working with Tim as far as you know my ground and everything because he's under. Um, he's a first degree black belt now under uh, um, Ricardo Cavalcanti, Master Ricardo, who's also a, a Carlson Gracie black belt. So I'm going to him for my jujitsu and um, getting my because I love his, uh, his approach to, you know, the ground and everything. And I was getting some work in with some, you know, some other cats around the city and also going down, working on my wrestling at another place in town. So the last two years I've been up, up in my game. I've been up in my, you know, up in my striking, um, working my grappling. Uh, Up in my conditioning level because I really really want to uh, I really want to beat this guy because uh, The thing is this I'm all for respect with my you know all my opponents. You know what I'm saying? I I don't I don't talk mess on my opponents I really really try not to and be respectful But I feel that this guy is going off with a lot of a a lot of false uh, bravado, so to speak um He got a a win um, before I faced him. He had a win and Tough Enough. Uh, It it was a TKO due to injury. Um, And then we fought. And a lot of people, like when we fought Mesquite, people were coming up to me and saying, yeah, you won that fight. And I felt like I did because I felt like I was controlling him. I was the one who was more active. I really didn't see him uh, doing much so it's just like i'm kind of like and then because i had my i admit i did have my hands on the cage one time with my finger interlocked but on the second time all of a sudden the the official decides to mark me off a point and that point cost me uh it cost me the fight man and i was like in my mind i'm like wait a minute how did you guys have it that close because I felt like I, I was winning the majority, like, the first two rounds are mine. Third round, we were going at it a little bit. But, like, I know for a fact that the first two rounds I won, I felt like I should have got a, a unanimous decision. And so, ever since our fight, I felt like, I'm not doubting the guy or anything like that, but I feel like he got this false sense of bravado. Um, I was trying to get this fight at heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my weight class. But uh, he, um, we were posting then. Then like I guess when the matchmaker got back to me, he's like, "Hey, he's willing to do a catchweight at 275." I said, "Okay, we could do 275. I'm all for it because I'm trying to get back down to heavyweight." And um, then I guess he felt like he couldn't make 275 because on our fight, for example, I came in at 244. He came in at 274. And a half. And I felt like I was still able to, you know, control him in the clinch and everything. Yeah, I'm you, you see, Mark, I'm six. I'm about six, four. He's about five ten. And And uh, so we're coming in at super. we We're coming in at super heavyweight right now, you know, so he can come in at 274. So he doesn't have to cut weight. He can actually make weight and things of that nature. You know, I'm just happy that this fight is, like, finally happening. You know, he wants it. I want it. You know, we have mutual friends on uh, social media, but it's like I'm not trying to respond to any type of, you know, clout, as, like, I guess the kids like to call it. Um, me, it's just like, hey, I'm respectful. You know, if you want to talk about me, so be it. But, you know, I have my rules. I have my, my standards, you know you know, when it comes to, you know, promoting a fight, one, I will never talk about a person's uh, family, kids, or wife. Never do that. And, you know, that's off limits to me. I won't do that. I won't even do that for my worst enemy. You know, I won't go down that low. But if they talk on me about it, like they talk about, you know, my girl or my family in any type of way, then that's like, it's you know it's a it's going to be zero tolerance in there and zero and zero tolerance afterwards because i don't really i really don't uh respect that at all so i know he he has to you know promote the fight or whatever any kind of way he wants so i mean if he wants to talk about me personally me as a human being or me as a fighter i'm all for it go ahead you can say oh he you know he could say i suck he could say oh he uh he doesn't have the skill set I have whatever. Just please don't don't bring no family, no kids, no no loved ones into it because it's not really what it's all about for me in the sport, you know what I'm saying? So I agree. um that should be enough. So no. with uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I know, know mean. you got the McCann, you got the Conor McGregors of the world. I know you got to promote the fight and stuff like that, but I mean, I'll promote the fight by talking about you. Personally, just you as a person and as a as you know mixed martial artist, I could I could talk I could talk mess on that all day if I wanted to, you know. But there's no need for me to bring in any type of you know kids, you know, family and all that kind of stuff. You know, I have my you know. That's why with this matchmaker, me it was interesting. Uh, me and the matchmaker, our he wanted to fight me for the tough enough super heavyweight title. But at the time, uh, Tough Enough wasn't really going with it. Uh, the matchmakers at the time for Tough Enough wasn't really going for it. So because I asked him respectfully, you know, I just said, yeah, if you want to get in there, you want to defend your title against me. That's perfectly fine. And um, with that being the case, you know, with it not happening, you know, I said, OK, if he if he if he asked me to be on the card because he knows I don't really promote the fight in that way. By doing trash talk like that and stuff like that, then I'm all for it. I'm gonna stick to that standard, what got me to to this, because uh Fierce Fighting Championship is gonna be pretty big in Utah. Um, I like the layout. Um, it's at the Maverick Center. I it's gonna that, be you know, it's gonna be pretty you know? No, the Maverick Center in Salt Lake City, Utah, I, I believe that's where the Utah Jazz play. I may be wrong on that, but it's definitely uh, like there's there's three there's three um, promotions in uh, Utah. Um, there is uh, Mountain Force MMA, uh, Steel Fist MMA, and then there's Fierce Fighting Championship. Those are the three promotions in uh, Utah right now. Uh, South Valley Slam, I think uh, maybe became Fierce Fighting Championship because I haven't heard of about them for a very long time. So there's really three promotions. And um, I really feel that, like, I mean, I fought for Still Fist. They're a really good promotion. Uh, You know, Kevin and Pat are awesome guys. They put on amazing shows for the athletes and everything down there. I believe they have kickboxing now. Uh, So they're a really amazing promotion down there. Uh, But Fierce Fighting Championship, I really – feel that uh, with the matchmaker and like his vision it's really gonna be something that is gonna be special and you know I see myself coming back as a pro and um, fighting on that card again you know because I really my thing is I really respect the matchmaker uh, there's no BS he's straight up with me and I like that there's no there's no politics and you know I feel like a lot of uh, there's some promotions out there some matchmakers that fall into the politics and you know i'm not about that this is my seventh fight against this guy Uh, well my seventh fight overall in mma and um i i plan on going up in there and uh getting that w and uh after that we'll we'll see what happens man Uh, i do i tell people it's like i get my name out there a lot of people don't believe I, i get my name out there I do more media work than a lot of, than some of the professionals. You know, I, one time my friend who fought as a pro said, damn, bro, you do more media work than me because you know, I'm, you know, for, for me, I say it is not my coach's job to get me out there like that. It's my job to promote myself and promote what I'm doing. And so I never leave it up to any of my coaches to really, promote me as a fighter. I have to do that. You know, I have to put in the media work. I have to go get the sponsors. You know, can my coach help me? Yeah, that's a, that's a plus. But for me personally, I'm not leaving it in the hands of my coaches to, you know, promote me. I promote myself. I mean, I've been on your show, uh, the MMA Power Hour uh, with calling and Drill. Uh, I've been on Vegas Live with Neenon. Um I was on Matt Perlman's like uh, uh, interview with Matt Perlman a show that he did uh, so it's like I really I really get my name out there man and that's what it's all about because promoters need to know if they can make money off of you yeah. and I feel I, I feel after this I feel after this fight uh, you know when I go up in there and do my thing and come out with the W. I may get the call. I may get the call to Bellator, you know. I would love to uh fight uh Jake Hager, man. I'm really, as I said, I'm I'm ready to go. I've been um adding tools to my tool belt. I feel like um I just There's
1: don't see been on a mentioning that guy's name.
2: <laughs> well this is this is That's the thing, funny. man. This this is the thing. I love the sport so much. I hate to see people jump the line, kind of speak, so to speak. Now, I understand that Jake Hager has, he's a a former professional, well, he's a former WWE World Champion. He was on that stage. He, you know, he did his, you know, he went to the University of Oklahoma as a wrestler. He got pins and stuff like that. But my thing is, what I respect about guys like, um Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley is they actually went elsewhere to fight first you know freaking um Jake Hager just said oh yeah I'm just going straight to Bellator and got himself a multi-fight deal and I'm just like okay you know I'm not mad at you but at the same time though you're you, you haven't really been you haven't really been tested outside of um his last fight against uh Anthony uh, Lionheart Garrett, you know, he's a good guy. Um, he believed that he got need in the nuts. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, you know, everybody, you know, his opinion versus everybody else's. But to me, in that fight, you know, J- Jake Hager was getting controlled. Um, I feel in order to beat Jake Hager, you have to um, outstrike him on the feet, got, have to have good takedown defense. And if you get him to the ground, if you're a better submission artist than him, you got him. Like, he, he stands too high. He has a high, you know, he stands too high. He really doesn't stand like how a mixed martial artist is supposed to stand. And, um, you know, he, the only reason why I feel Bellator signed him was because of this WWE background. And uh, I understand that. They got to, you know, make their money and. What not? But he,
1: he but, has one, right? How I many? Huh? He's, he's had like two or three fights in Bellator, right?
2: Yeah, but I mean, he like I'm not knocking those guys who he fought. Um, the first guy was one and one, apparently. I looked his record up, but he had a lot of like, uh, which I'm gonna call it, a uh, smokers, apparently. And then the second guy he fought. Uh, I guess he had a professional boxing background and I guess he was a meat factory worker. Pretty cool guy, man. I understand, you know, he fought for his family and stuff like that. But, you know, my thing is, it's like if Jake Hager, I'm not saying I'm a world beater or anything like that, you know, I'm still developing as a mixed martial artist, you know, but I'm just saying if I fight Jake Hager, I would do a lot better than his first two opponents. And um, his third opponent, who he fought that got to a draw with, really cool guy and everything. I felt like if he didn't get kneed in the nuts or the fight wasn't stopped because of that, I felt like he could have went on and um, beat Jake Hager. As I said, it's going to take a well rounded fighter to beat Jake Hager. And um, interesting to note in all of my time in MMA, Knock on wood, I have not been taken to the ground. I have pretty solid uh, takedown defense. Uh, I've been, as I said, I've been a blue belt for like, shoot, how can I say like, I've been a blue belt since 2011. Uh, So I've been a blue belt for a long time. So if uh, Jake Hager, if me and him were to fight, if he thinks that he could just take me to the ground and use that arm triangle, I don't think so. Because um, if you look at um, Anthony Garrett, look at his size and look at uh, uh, Jake's size. Once, sizes, once the sizes were equal in comparison, Jake Hager really couldn't do much. Yeah. He he expects some guys to some maybe come in out of shape or he'd be bigger than his opponents, but that's not always the case, you know? So I, if I do get the call after this fight with... Um, You know, with Fierce Fighting Championship, I go three, three, three and one. I would love to uh, get up in there with Jake Hager and um, and uh, get a fight in. You know, as I said, I'm talking about him as a mixed martial artist. You know, I'm not talking about anything else. his, His wife or his family or anything like that. That's out. But as a mixed martial artist, I really don't think he has all the tools just yet and um i feel like uh he's uh developing i feel like there's guys in the amateurs right now who are like four and oh um maybe like with a winning record as well Who can probably uh beat Kager because they're well developed that's what the amateurs are for to get your game well developed before going to the pros you know you. and um now, who's yeah, the name of man. the guy? Who's the name of the guy you're fighting in in August? I don't. Think okay, well, it. the guy I'm fighting, his name is Anthony uh, Womack. He goes by Big Mac. Uh, uh, so he's a he he's a brawler. I mean, he's a good guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. He takes care of his family and all that kind of stuff. But um, to me, this is just business. I feel that, um, you know. I feel personally that he gets his confidence from probably the outcome of his uh, the fight that he won, even though it was TKO due to injury, and plus going the distance with me. But yeah. for this, I'm gonna say, you know, this fight coming up, he's not gonna go the distance with me. And if he does go the distance with me, he's gonna be very, very sore. But um. I plan on finishing him because wherever the fight goes, I will be, I will be prepared. I will be, I'll be in shape, ready to go, man. And, um, as I said, I've been wanting this fight for two years, man. And, uh, I've been wanting this rematch and I just felt like, you know, some promoters in the past, I love them to death, but I, I felt like they were throwing obstacles in my way to try to, you know, persuade me not to, you know, get this rematch. I'm like, it's not about you know this to me it's like it's like an unclosed chapter of a book. you know how when you read a book and all that kind of stuff, you stop at a chapter yeah. and then you have other stuff to do. that's how I feel this is this is like I call this chapter thirty four and um because I fought him when I was <laughs> I followed him when I was <laughs> I fought when I was thirty four and so my thing is. I got to get this chapter done. I got to close this chapter. As I said, I'm going to be, I'm going to come in there prepared in shape, ready to go. As I said, all respect to my opponent. You know, I have no, no issues with him outside of that, outside of the cage. As I said, he's a good man. He takes care of his family. Um, He's a really good dude. But as I said, in there, it's all business. He, you know, I felt like that win was taken from me, and um, this time around, I'm going to get that win back. And I'm not going to leave it up in the hands of the judges this time or the ref. I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna finish it. I
0: hear you. Now, is this fight going to be streamed live? Or uh, right? Like ticket um, sales and yeah,
2: there's like- it's it's going to be. Uh, I haven't found out much yet about the tickets, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be on a live stream as well. Okay. Um, I'll get more. I'll get more details on all that kind of stuff as the fight goes closer. Uh, I'm 12 weeks out, so Monday training camp begins. <laughs> so uh, okay. during, during training camp, I do – it's like I um, abstain from liquor, alcohol, and sweets. Even though this is at uh, super heavy weight and I can eat whatever I want, I still have that – you know I want to have that martial arts discipline. Because you. at the end of the day, I consider myself a martial artist first.
0: I hear you. Now, yeah, man. You let everybody know who wants to follow you. Like, like where should they, how do they keep finding out more about you? Like uh, your Facebook
1: page or Instagram? Uh, or Twitter?
2: Okay. Yeah. They can, um, they can hit me up on Facebook at Iman, the main event, Gregor on Twitter. Yeah. It's, uh, you can follow me at Iman Gregor, um, on Instagram. It's Iman Greger. Um, I got the Twitch chat now, <laughs> Uh, go. I got, I got, I got the, I got the zoom app now. Um. So anyway, you know, if sponsors really want to, you know, get out to me, they can man through those, through those sources. I even, I even got a zoom app so you can actually see that it's me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I got, you know, that's why I got the zoom app because you know, some sponsors be weird. are like, is this really you, or whatever? So they can have you know a face-to-face meeting with me, and um, so yeah, they can find me out through those um, through those media sources. Instagram, Iman Greger on Instagram, Iman Greger on Twitter, Iman the Main Event Greger on Facebook. Hell, you can hit me up on my personal um, Facebook. Now I do have uh, besides my fight page, I do have another Facebook, but I'm not really active on that one. So, to like people who are trying to add me, um, my Facebook page has like about 2,500 friends, so like promoters, matchmakers, Scott, Scott Coker, for example, um, <laughs> you, could get, you could get in contact with me on your on my personal page or at my email atmonregor at gmail.com. So as I said, man, like probably who knows after this fight, I may just call JK around. I know there's people. Who are, you know, 1-0 as a pro, 2-0 as a pro, even 3-0 as a pro who would love to fight Jake Hager, you know. Yep. But, like, honestly, I feel that they're going to give his next fight to an amateur, like an amateur making his professional debut. So, as I said, Bellator, I will, I'll definitely take that smoke. I want that smoke with Jake Hager, you know. I
1: hear you. Because, I as hear you. I said—
2: if I come in, if I come in just as in much shape as him, he's not gonna be able to muscle me around. He's not gonna outstrike me. I mean, hell, if it was a wrestling match, I mean I wrestled back in high school and stuff like that. And uh, I have been getting my wrestling up here in Las Vegas as well. So I mean Yeah,
1: that's you know, good, if man. he
2: does try to, you know, if he does try to wrestle me, <laughs> it's not it's you not gonna it. be that easy. You know what I'm saying?
0: All right, guy. Well, it was great having you on the show. So everybody, uh, you can contact them in the social media page. I mean, Gregor, it was great having you on the show. Everybody, if you listen to this in podcast format, keep listening because there's more content to follow. Anybody who's watching this on Twitch, watch me next week. All right, guys. Take care. Bye, Eman. Bye-bye. Hi guys, if you're looking for a good restaurant to eat and you happen to live in the Rawa area of New Jersey, check out Cheeks, Chickens, and Waffles. It's a restaurant owned by a well-known guest on my show, known as Master Lee, former MMA fighter and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt. He has a restaurant down there, so check it out. Again, it's Cheeks, Chicken, and Waffles. Marcus Sander was a normal family man till he was captured by the Nazis, imprisoned and tortured. His only means of survival was bec- to become a vampire. Now his only fear is on how to keep his daughter safe, but not only from the Nazis, but from the creatures of the Dark World. Marcus the Vampire, the first book in the Dark World Chronicle series, now available at www.retortofamilybooks.com and on amazon.com get it now today's show is brought to you by audible audible is offering our listeners a free audio book with a 30 day trial membership just go to slash mma show and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a trial for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com slash MMA show. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more from our leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And if you need a book suggestion, I have two. One is called I Am a Survivor by Christina Ritorro. And the other one is written by me, Mark Ritoro, called The Cabal. The saga begins. This is to all you parents out there. Are you looking for a great book for your child to read? Well, look no further. Christina Retorto has done it again by putting out a sequel to her first book in the Invisible Girl series. The sequel is called A Little Bit Louder, Get it now at Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or RetortoFamilyBooks.com. Again, the book is called A Little Bit Louder, written by Christina Retorto. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA Show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we sell t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website, sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA and have your... Business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week, worldwide, from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com
2: Hey, what's up, world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA show. Enjoy the
0: show. Hi everyone. This is Mark the Shark Victoria. Sending a message to all the fans out there. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money to this podcast, go to www. show. com. Again, that's www. markthesharkmma show.
2: From the CQP Moments podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. from a little bit of everything with me podcast and you're listening to mark the shark mma show and don't forget to like subscribe and write to his podcast for more amazing episodes
0: all right guys this is mark the shark and i got some great news if you subscribe to my email list On my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.markthesharkmmmmashow.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today.
1: Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me Podcast, and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show.
0: Alright guys, we're at the end of our show. This is Mark Ritoro. I'm signing off. And don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. It's called the Mark the Shark MMA Show, and it's Mark with a C, and not a K. And also, feel free to leave us messages by using the Anchor app. And also, don't forget if you're looking in a mood for a good action thriller book, to buy my book called The Cabal: The Saga Begins. It's available on Amazon and Barnesandnoble.com. And if you need a good book for your kid, get the I Am Survivor book or Invisible Girl book written by my daughter Christina Rittoro. Also available on Barnesandnoble and Amazon.com. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to listen to our shows every week. Thank you.